This podcast is brought to you by Women's Autonomous Initiative for Abuse. I'm Mia Kim, and today I'm going to be covering current news involving abortion rights, as well as the challenges women and girls face across the nation. As of January 2023, 14 states have placed a near-total ban on abortion as a result of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, which takes away the constitutional right to abortion. Not only does this deteriorate the 50 years worth of progress towards women's rights and access to essential care, but it serves as a nationwide attack on the rights women and girls have to comprehensive sexual and reproductive health care. Now, this ban on abortion leaves healthcare workers in a new atmosphere of ambiguous rules and uncertainty when trying to balance their own ethics and the newly implemented ban on abortion. Many have and will face situations involving medically necessary and life-saving abortion procedures, which even include removing fetal tissue from the mothers of incomplete miscarriages. Electronic data is being used to closely track those seeking abortions and those who aid in the process. Much of this data can be accessed without a warrant. But women and girls who are pregnant and seeking abortion are intensely bombarded with social pressures and immense discouragement from the healthcare system, as many abortion clinics in illegal states are unwilling to perform the procedure due to possible legal repercussions. But of course, the term near-total ban does include some exceptions. But these exceptions disregard reasonable and medically-backed diagnoses, ethicality, and in many cases, life-threatening health conditions. There have been several rape victims that are not able to receive abortions due to the fear inflicted within the medical community, even sometimes in legal states. As Joe Biden signed an executive order to safeguard abortion access in a July news conference, he states, 10 years old, raped, six weeks pregnant, already traumatized, was forced to travel to another state. Imagine being that little girl. And he's right. The 10-year-old girl was a victim to one of the most trauma-inducing crimes someone can go through, involving psychological, physical, and financial ramifications. This girl traveled to Indiana to receive an abortion. Subsequently, Indiana's medical board has determined that the doctor who openly performed the abortion has violated privacy rules and is being fined three grand. And even in illegal states where few licensed professionals are willing to perform an abortion, it is often difficult to assemble a team of capable individuals to perform the procedure. Moving forward with an abortion with an incomplete team puts the patient at risk. Now, it is possible for individuals seeking abortion to travel to another legal state. However, this opportunity is given to those with financial support and the ability to leave work for a certain period of time to travel. Therefore, the impact of the ban on abortion occurs at alarmingly disproportionate rates for women and girls in marginalized communities, lower socioeconomic status, those with disabilities, those in abusive relationships, or even those in rural areas. Unfortunately, instances of rape and domestic abuse occur the most prominently in lower income areas. Taking away the right to abortion results in the reluctance of many healthcare workers to perform abortion even in legal states, and disproportionately impacts marginalized and low-income communities in two ways. Number one, sexual abuse and rape incidents are more prevalent in these communities, which means that really, it should be that these individuals have the most access to this, types, this type of care. But this is not the case. Number two, these individuals are far less likely to be able to take time off of work and to have financial stability to travel to a distant state just to receive care. 
There have been countless studies that actually prove that legalizing abortion is highly beneficial to these communities. According to the Oxford Academic Journal, legalized abortion appears to account for as much as 50% of the recent drop in crime. When women and girls are forced to have a child that they may not be ready for, financially, emotionally, or even physically mature for, the child grows up in an environment in which they are not suited for. Many times the father is absent, and the mother still needs to complete education or work full-time. But to wrap up, abortion is a fundamental right that must be granted to all individuals in order to maintain equity in terms of the access to sexual and reproductive health care and to combat gender-based oppression. This is Women's Autonomous Initiative for Abuse. Thank you for listening. You can contact us through email at womensautonomousinitiative at gmail.com or through Instagram at womensautonomousinitiative.